0: Are recording now. Woo! So, welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with I am Big Dave, and uh, thanks everybody for joining us for our fiftieth episode. Uh, that was just out this la this past week. Yeah, um, I hope you enjoyed our uh, our dive into um, our. Individual histories with with Star Wars and and all of the uh, the media around it. Yeah, uh, we really didn't get into the. We could have really gotten into some comic, like not comic books, but of uh, uh, video game stuff. Yeah, like,
1: we could have gotten gone deep.
0: Yeah, but we were kind of we were we we really didn't want to spend. We, we didn't want to get too nerdy, is what it came down to, I guess. Uh, I mean, we did get nerdy with it, but I think we could have really gotten nerdy if we'd wanted to. Yeah, it, that and, it, uh, that universe is so big. That it is. If we is, want to later is, on, we man. Can come back and do a oh, part two. Oh, we can two. always come back to Star Wars. That's we come a, back and
1: we can bag on the, fir- on the, the prequels, yeah, and, and, then and we it, come back and we can doubly bag on the last yeah.
0: the, the And again, the last you know it's one of those things that, As we said in that episode, you know, Star Wars is a very Gen X. It's a touchstone for Gen X. Yeah, it is. And uh, so, yeah, everybody, you know, from this generation has memories. Has memories and and not just memories, but, you know, has a real, for the most part, has an affection for it. There are some outliers, people who, you know, just. Weirdos. Yeah, I want to be stubborn and, you know, doesn't want to. Admit that they like something because everybody likes it, you know, because that's kind of Gen X thing to do as well. So, <laughs> could be their failed attempt at being cool. It could be. So anyway, uh, yes, this episode, uh, Dave and I, we're gonna get back into one of our subjects that we love so much, which is music. Um, yeah. More importantly, we're gonna get into uh, lyrics uh, <clears throat> that we that we love. And um, or wish we'd written or wish we'd written this this particular episode has gone through several different. Uh,
1: this one's a hard one for me because I'm because I play drums. Right, I, I tend so you're to... not a real musician, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you hang out with a bunch of musicians. <laughs> all
1: right. Now that I've turned his microphone off, where we don't have to deal with him anymore. Um, no, I. Because I play drums, mm-hmm. I tend to be more towards you know, the music and right, the groove right, right. and the all of that. I do like lyrics, don't get Absolutely, me wrong. Yeah. I, you know, there's certain songs that you know, the lyrics will catch me. Right. But the lyrics have gotta be pretty pretty catching right, for yeah. me to really attach to them.
0: Yeah. It was it was funny when I was putting my list together last night. Um now that being said. Yeah, you've got a whole book there, I can see, so it's, <laughs> you went old school, I've got all mine on the iPad, so.
1: I'm a Gen Xer man, yeah. I believe in hard copy.
0: That uh, uh, When I was putting my list together last night, I was kind of going through like, oh yeah, this song, and I found myself thinking, <clears throat> finding that a lot of songs that I really love, it's not the lyrics that, that draw me in, it's... Whatever the, the the mood of the song, or yeah. it's the music, or it's the melody, yes, or exactly. something, that's, and so I was I kept finding myself going no, 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 and see that the lyrics not that that lyric is not what draws me into this song, yeah. you know, type stuff, and, and that's and, what
1: catches me most of the time. It's yeah. the feeling of the song, or a certain sound of the song, or now, or the way the songs put together. I will musically.
0: say I will say this: I could have probably done an entire list of just Counting Crows. <laughs> I or knew. or two songs I've, of lyrics, you know, but I, I, I whittled I Crows. whittled them down to a couple. You I know, knew that so. you would probably have yeah. a Counting Crow. So I've oh, got yeah. <laughs> I've got
1: one Counting Crow song that I really, really like, mm-hmm. So I included that. Honestly, a lot I've got for me certain bands for me, the lyrics hit Right. So I've got multiple songs or lyrics from a very few. Same here. And it's musicians. funny. It's
0: funny what, that got me on my list when we get into here in a minute. You'll notice like a couple of <clears> bands. You were like, you'd probably be like, I wasn't expecting him to have that many songs by that those that artist. Oh, I've got you know?
1: <laughs> I've got at least one artist that I know you're going to be like, who is that?
0: Okay, you've, fair n- enough. You've, you've probably hey, never you know, heard of him before. Hey, this is this is our this is your list and my list both. So it's yeah. uh, Do you want to <clears> how many, do you want to start or do you want me to? I'll go ahead. All right. Well, the first
1: band that really I keep going back to and back to is Soul Asylum.
0: Good good band. I mean, Dave, he's a Dave Perner. Yep. He is a he is a master uh, a master lyricist. He he's a master songwriter, but his lyrics yeah. really do jump off the page. Go ahead with yours and I'll get into mine here in a minute. I've got several from Soul got,
1: Asylum. Like the first one I'm going with is Without a Trace. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Which is a, a good song. The whole song itself is a great song, right? But when you get to this line, "Standing in the sun with a popsicle, anything is possible,"
0: with a little luck and a lot, yeah, <laughs> with
1: a with a lot of luck yeah, and a pretty face and some time to waste. Right. I mean that that alliteration of popsicle and possible. Oh, I know. Is, I know. I mean, that's. And then the, another lyric out of that song is. The last, the last verse. Really, I tried to dance at a funeral New Orleans style. I joined the Grave Dancers Union. I had to file. Right. Trying to do the right thing, play it straight. The, the right, right thing changes, changes from state, state to state. State. <laughs> state. Don't forget to take your mace if you're out working late. That's right. I mean, I know that yeah. that line. The right thing changes from, from state, state to state. state. Yeah, I yeah. know.
0: I know. That was one back in the early '90s when I got Grave Dan- Dancers Union. Yeah. That that. Pop jumped off the uh, the cassette at the time when I had it. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I remember I remember driving mm. in my car, listening to it, I'm like, oh, dude, this is a great song, you know? And then yeah. lyrically, it's even it's, it makes it even better. It's a, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, the next one I've got from Soul Asylum is Misery.
0: I almost put that one on there because it's got some great... Go ahead, go yeah. ahead. That's a,
1: Well, I mean, it starts off, they say Misery loves company. Mm-hmm. We should start a company and make Misery right. frustrated, incorporated. Does the first verse and it comes back, we could build a factory and make misery, we create the cure, we well, made the disease they make exactly frustrated in sure. corporate I, know. I mean that's
0: I like the uh uh Put me out of my misery, all you suicide kings, and you, or all you suicide kings and you drama queens. Yeah, forever after. Was it forever after happily making misery? Yeah, that's a that's a great. That that is yeah. I went since since you're on. Is that all your soul asylum?
1: No, I've got like.
0: Oh, okay. I've got like two more. Okay, go ahead then. I'll, um, the
1: entire song bittersweet. Bittersweet art. Yeah, bittersweet yeah. art. Um. You just go listen to the whole song. This whole song it's, uh,
0: that 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 is off of uh, Dim Light. Let your dim light shine. Yeah. Which I look. There are sometimes bands have longevity, you know, over you yeah. know many decades and stuff. Sometimes bands will put together. You know, sometimes you get those those one album wonders. Sometimes you get bands like Soul Asylum who have a solid. They like, started
1: putting putting out albums in the mid. I know they have
0: been around for a long time and they had actually broken up. Yeah for a little bit and then they got back together and recorded grave dancers Union yeah and that and then all of a that sudden was the they one were, that caught fire they were one of the biggest bands all of a sudden yeah. but between grave dancers Union and uh, let your dim light shine. And I would even go into Candy from a Stranger. Oh, I, those three dude, albums. I saw those guys I know, at Riverfront. I know. That I've that seen them multiple times. Album. But those three albums are like yeah. a solid trilogy of albums that like, you can't go yeah. wrong with. Go ahead.
1: Bittersweetheart starts out. Why you always want to get the best of me. I'm like a seeing eyed dog and I can't even see mm-hmm. they're naked and they're following my master who is blind and my mind is gone to pieces. I could use some peace of mind. Right. I, I mean, it's just, he, it, the wordplay back and I forth know. is just, and the rest of the song is like that. Right. um, it's the same with "String of Pearls," dude. This that thing, entire okay. This song is one great big, big circle. Loop. It's
0: one big. It's one big circular story. It starts in one place. Yep. And it and it has one of the best resolutions of a story yep. of the way that it comes back in at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I, I mean know. that whole. Yeah,
1: that whole song. I agree. This, this is know, a work of art. It, right it really
0: is, and it's uh, it goes into some kind of absurd places, but it it really yeah it really does st- tell a very cohesive story. Like
1: where the Siamese twins are born, and they're the first Siamese twins. The first president with two heads. The first president the, with two heads right. are better than one. Right. He puts his heads in his hands. Says I, says I gotta put, put my heads head. together
0: <laughs> I could be the best president ever not I, just President Finn for yourself I know it, it's yeah. it's such a it is it, they, they they the yes the storytelling in that song but and, and also the fact there's not a chorus no it's just one long verse you know now they have yeah. they have musical breaks in between you know some stanzas but it is a just a wonderful wonderful song um, I have two soul asylum songs on here yeah um, Okay, and um, neither one of them are songs that most people would know. I mean, they weren't they weren't single. Well, one of them was a single, but it was off of uh, Candy from a Stranger. Most people probably yeah. know it, but the the first one I have here is off of Let Your Dim Light Shine, and it is the song um, I did my best. Yeah, that's a good one too. And I think does it, it it closes out the album, doesn't it? I, I think I think it's the last. I got it right here. I got it right don't here. Don't remember. I'm almost positive it closes out the album. It's just this. It's this sad. Again, it's it's all about you know storytelling. That uh, oh come on, where is it? Um, I almost
1: included that one, but as I already had like four songs from Soul Asylum.
0: Yeah, I did my. It's the last. It's the last song on the yeah. album. Um, and it's just this. It's this nice little story uh, of uh, you know somebody dealing with, honestly, dealing with depression. You can can tell us what it is. And the lyric that I pulled out of the song, it says, um, um, says, and I knew all about my surprise party. I was spoiled and depressed. And I acted surprised and I told lots of lies. Yeah, I did my best. Yeah, And that is one of those songs that, like, that lyric, especially right there, I'm like, I have lived that lyric. I think a lot of Many, many times over the years of, (sighs) <sighs> whatever to, this, the, the social situation was, it's like, I really don't want to be here. I know that somebody put a lot of, of time and effort into this. I'm just going to put on the happy face and, and go, <laughs> you know, type things, yeah. uh, uh, you know, dealing with depression and, and anxiety and social anxiety. Um, but yeah, that that one always you know just jumped out at me. Uh, another one um, is the is the song "Close," which was on Candy by Candy from Candy from a Stranger. And the ly- I love this lyric. I love the entire song, but this last it's the final verse. Yeah, and it says, "I've known you forever. We complete each other's thoughts. Ain't like we never got in trouble. It's just that we. It's just we've never gotten caught. And if you've got a secret, it's in me. You can confide. And if we ever and if we ever get split up, I'll always be on your side. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That again. I have lived that lyric <laughs> quite, yeah. with, with many friends you know, over the years. Like, yeah, that whole it ain't like we ever got in trouble. It's just we never gotten caught. Yep. That's that's ultimately what it comes down to. There's been plenty of times with you and me, or me and Corey, or or any number of any people any where it's like, well, wow, we probably shouldn't have survived that. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, more often than or, not, that could have gone really badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or or the, or the wow. That escalated quickly, didn't it? <laughs> or this will never be spoken. Yes, we'll never yeah, we'll never speak of this again. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but those are my two Soul asylum uh um uh, songs that I have on both great just all all the songs that we mentioned here. Yeah, I I'm yeah. I'm on board with if, all if of them. If you haven't
1: really done a deep dive into yeah. Soul Asylum, you need to do a deep dive because their entire catalog is It really is. is. Really and it's good. like
0: even even their pre. Grave dancers thing yes. and stuff.
1: Actually, I've got a lot of their pre grave dancers. Yeah, and the stuff. horse
0: they and the horse they rode in on is pretty pretty solid. Clam dip Clam is a pretty dip good. Clam dip is a good one. Yeah. Uh, and I forget what the other one is. There's another they, they yeah they had they like I said they were they had been around for a while since like '84. Yeah, or something. and another one of those they came they came <clears throat> out of that Minneapolis punk you know, yeah. like with um, the replacements yep. and uh, Husker do and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And uh, very, very much in that Fugazi. same thing. I think Fugazi's, Fugazi's from Fugazi there. Come out there. I may have been Prince, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but it's, but it's one of those, they did come out of that, that Minneapolis punk yeah. scene. So anyways, what, what you got for your next one?
1: Um, next one's from a band called stone sour. Okay. And it's one of their early ones. It's through glass. Okay. And, that whole chorus, I I have, there's been a lot of times when I've been down and Mm -hmm. I've felt like, pretty much like this, I'm looking at you through the glass, don't know how how much time has passed. Oh God, it feels like forever, but no one ever tells you that forever feels like home, sitting on alone inside your head. Mm -hmm. And it repeats. And it's basically talking to somebody that's it, to me, it feels like the guy is sitting in a glass box mm-hmm. on display, and everybody else is looking at him. Oh, yeah. And oh yeah. While he's completely surrounded by people, he's also completely and
0: utterly alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I have identified uh, with that yeah, several we, times. I think we've all been down that, yeah. that line. Oh, is that all you got from them? Yeah, that's all I got. That I remember that song. It's funny because every once in a while you bring up Stone Sour, and... I can never remember the names of the songs, but I remember the songs. Yeah. Like, I, and I remember that, especially when you got to that, you know, no one tells you that forever feels like, or feels like home. I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that. So I can hear it in my head now. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing about
1: it is, is that of course that's the guy from Slipknot. Yeah, I know. He's the lead singer for both bands.
0: And I know and it's so odd. Yeah. It, it, it's such an odd, like the, I'm like, wow, that okay.
1: Corey, Corey Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I could I couldn't pull a name for a minute.
0: So I—that's uh, the only one I've got from Stone Sour. Okay, I've got one. Where where do I want to go here? Uh, I'm going to jump back. All right, I'm going to do this one. I've got one. This is same band, three songs off the same album. Okay. Uh, seminal 90s band, Jim Blossoms. Oh, okay. I already know where you're going with this. Maybe. Um, my first one is actually, the first song on the album is called Lost Horizons. Yeah. And I have always, from the first time I put the song in, and it's one of those that like, they never release that song as a single, but they always play it in concert. Like yeah. it's always one of them. And they usually open with it. It's usually one of those like, okay, this is what we're going to open with, you know. The second verse Has always just spoke to me, like from when I was like eighteen or nineteen, when this song came out, you know, or whenever this album came out, you know. Yeah. Uh, And the second verse, this this is the entire second verse. Okay, it's not it's not you know, it's funny to 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 listen to it because it's not very long. I mean, it's only a couple sentences, but it it says so much. It says she had nothing left to say, so she said she loved me, and I stood there grateful for the lie. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) it's like. I think we've all been there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at some point, you know, where it's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the next one, another that really spoke to me when, when this, the, the first, their their first single, Hey Jealousy. Yeah. Um, it says, you can trust me not to think and not to sleep around, and if you don't expect too much from me, you might not be let down, yep. which was me all through my teens and 20s. Well, um, I think I'm still kind on, of living that a little bit. because all I really want is to be with you, feeling like I matter too. If I hadn't blown the whole thing years ago, I might be here with you. Uh, again, I, I have lived those lyrics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this one, uh, another song off of um, New Miserable Experience is from the song 29 that this is one of those songs again it's an album cut that I've always loved and it's just beautiful melody and all that kind of stuff but the lyric yeah, uh, it says some rides don't have much of a finish and that's the ride I took through good and bad and straight through indifferent without a second look and it's like Wow, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I especially love that through good and bad and straight through indifferent without a second look. It was like, yeah, I think we've all been down that, down that road before, yeah. you know. Um, you <laughs> know, it's one of those things we talked about. Of course, I can, now I can't pull his name off the top of my head. Their guitar player that, um, they guitar their, their original guitar player wrote. All of these songs, yeah, I mean all of them, which
1: is why the second album sounds different,
0: yes, and he, but he was such a bad alcoholic and addict that they kicked him out of the band after they recorded the album, yeah, and he wound up committing suicide, like within a year of the album like being released, you know, type thing, and it's just one of those things where you look at it, you're like, dude. There are there there are a lot of songs on there about depression and alcohol and and yep. you know bad relationships and that right? kind of what stuff. What you know about exactly? You know, I mean, even that was the whole that um that lyric and hey jealousy. What I, that I just did where it says you can trust me not to think and not to sleep around. Yeah. The original lyric was you can trust me not to drink and not to think or, and not to sleep around. And uh, Robin, their 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 um um their lead singer was like, dude. There are, so many, there are so many lyrics in here about alcohol. I'm changing that <clears throat> from drink to think just because just I'm tired yeah. of singing of the songs about, about alcohol, you know? So yep. anyway, so yeah. Uh, again, Jim Blossom's New Miserable Experience, solid album from beginning to end. I mean, just right yep. out the bat of like, wow, I can't believe how good this is. And lyrically, musically, everything. <clears throat> so
1: what do you got? Well, you know I'm a big Pink Floyd fan. Yes, I do. I love Pink Floyd. Um, but the song that I I picked out is actually not one that you would think that I would go for. It's actually post Roger Waters Pink Floyd. It's oh, really? Off of Momentary Lap it's of Reason. reason mm-hmm. It's the very last song on the album, and it's called Sorrow.
0: Oh, I'm if, not if familiar with it, you've
1: got to go check this one out because okay. it starts with a really deep keyboard pad mm-hmm. and then it breaks into a guitar. Mm hmm. Rest the band comes in and it starts off with the sweet smell of a great sorrow lies over the land. Plumes of smoke rise and merge into the leaden sky. A man lies in dreams of green fields and rivers, but awakes to a morning with no reason for waking. Hmm. He's haunted by a memory of a lost paradise in his youth or dream. He can't be precise. He's chained forever to a world that's departed. It's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> and it just goes on from yeah, there.
0: Yeah, nice. Pink Floyd can get a little bleak sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can. And it's, and the thing about it is is that
1: I've heard rumors that it says that Gilmore wrote the stuff, mm-hmm. but I've heard rumors that Gilmore didn't write a song on the album. Oh, really? Which is actually why it's probably pretty good yeah so Gil- know. G- gilmore can sing and he plays a really great guitar, great guitar player yeah but from what i understand he's not much of a lyricist yeah that was
0: roger waters was always doing yeah always did that stuff i mean that that's uh hey you know every you know different band members have different roles in the band yep. you know and uh it's it's funny sometimes to look at like um like a band like motley Crue, yeah nikki six writes everything I mean, that's, he does all the music, he writes all the lyrics, the melodies, all that kind of stuff. And you're like, wow, Nikki Six is actually pretty good at writing like pop melodies and, you know, that type of stuff. It's like, wow. Yep. Um, you usually think that, you know, lyricists are the ones that are wanting to to do that type of stuff. You know, or not lyricists, but the singers are usually the ones that want to write the lyrics, yep. you know, and this and that. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Yeah, it just, it's wild.
1: Well, I mean, even in his own solo thing where uh, 6 a.m., mm-hmm you know, he's still just sitting back playing bass. He's still writing all the music. Oh and yeah. The oh, yeah. And but that. he's just but
0: playing bass and singing back up. I know. Yeah, it's but,
1: <laughs> I mean, the guy they got out front singing, he's, I know. he's amazing. What you got? What you got?
0: God, I got a lot. Uh, I wanted to go with this one. This was a, another little short one. Um, uh, it's a song, again, album cut off of uh, Matchbox 20's first album, Yourself or Someone Like You. Yeah, that's a good one. It's called Shame. And, um, it's the very opening line, lines of the song. You know, it's this nice. It's a cool little song, but the lyric starts off. What we learned here is that love tastes bitter when it's gone. Past yourself, forget the light. Things look dirty when it's on. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of again. It's that whole. All right, it's over. Now. I, if I turn the light on, I have to look at myself and realize what I've done wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what was my, what was my role in this thing going south? You it, know, it, it's and it's that like, whole thing nah, of, don't turn it on because everything looks dirty whenever I turn the lights on. So I'm not going to do it. It's, <laughs> well,
1: it, it's that whole thing. The, the, you know, the, the, the club looks really good until mm-hmm. the end of the night when they turn the lights, lights on and, on, and all you all realize sudden, who you've been sitting there talking yeah, to. Yeah,
0: exactly. So that, I just had that one by then. I, that's, uh. I think I'll be honest. They have a in the in the song "Push." They have a lyric that I really like. It's the it's in their second. It's in the second verse where it says because um, I don't have this written down, obviously. But it's a uh, it from the top of the head. I'm trying to, and, and I've I killed a lot of brain cells over the years. It's hard to do. Um, it says um, she said, "I don't know if I've ever been really loved by a hand that's touched me." Yeah. And I feel like my head is caving in. It's like one of those things where yeah. it's like, it's such a bleak, like, wow, that, that is, that's a harsh lyric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, where it's like, oh my goodness. So, yeah. anyway, uh, what you got? In your next one.
1: Black Crows. Which one? Off of Southern Harmony. Oh, such a good album.
0: Sometimes Salvation. Oh, man. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Sometimes I forgot this song. Okay. Which yeah. lyric are you going with? The whole song I is know, amazing. Again, this is one of those things, it's got great lyrics. I'm not, yeah. not but it is the presentation, I think, that really sells this song, especially at the end of it whenever Chris Robinson is singing the, you know, the suntime salvation. And you can hear his voice like cracking. I mean, it's just yeah. so desperate and yeah, anyway, go ahead. Um
1: I'm trying to pick the one because there's so many good lines in this. Well, first verse to lessen my troubles, I stopped hanging out with vultures and, and empty, empty saviors like, like you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a nickel forever miracle that you easily really tricked me into. into. Yeah, I that's well. I mean, the second verse: you can lead a horse to water, but faith is another matter. Yeah. And so don't don't well, you surrender the to it. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah the, Sometimes okay, salvation right. is the eye of the yeah. storm.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean this. Oh, I know.
1: And you know it's. It's almost all drums.
0: It is, dude. the 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 guitar riff on it is very sparse. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's, it's just almost real. Spartan. Yeah, it's just it is such. I, I tell you what, did you ever see the video for it? It has been a very okay. long time. It finally, for the longest time, it was not available anywhere. Loud. Yeah, I, the only way it was available was um <clears throat> was on a uh, MTV back. I don't know. Back around the turn of the, the millennium, you know, I'd put yeah. out these these things, uh, these uh, collections of videos, and it was like different tours you know, that kind of stuff. And I forget who it is that directed the video. I mean, like this, it was a like a film director who did it. Yeah. Uh, but Sofia Coppola is in the video. Nice. She is the the woman that's in the video, and it's one of those things. It's New York. It's gritty. It's yeah. I mean, it's just it, it the way that it's shot is just like there's nothing beautiful about this whatsoever. And it just plays into that song so yeah. well that, yeah, I love that song. That whole album is it's a great album. Probably one of my favorite albums. That from them. is, I mean, you know, when, when, um, shake your money maker came out, it's a good, solid album. Yes. And then they took a turn with the second album. Yeah. And it was like, Oh wait, is this where they're going to go? And then they decided they were going to be the Grateful Dead after that for a while and I I, I couldn't get into Amorica or... Um, Amorica uh, had some decent stuff. What was the one on after? It. There was another one that there was all a lot of Jam Bandy stuff and I was yeah. like, eh, I'm just really not into this. But this stuff was a lot more Almond Brothers-ish, right. you know, that kind of... Again, Southern Harmony the Musical Companion, you know. It,
1: um, uh, uh, Let's see here. I got I to gotta mention this because he's... I kind of consider him hometown even though he was like from the next town over. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. The drummer for the Black Crows. Oh,
0: you're talking about um um. Oh, dude, he's got a, he's got a sports show now. Um. Ah, oh, what is his name? I know who you're talking about.
1: I'm I'm looking him up right now. Uh, Steve Gorman. Steve Gorman. That's right. Steve Gorman. He's uh, yeah. he's from Bowling Green, Kentucky, yeah, yeah. which is just the next town over. Right,
0: and he has he has a syndicated sports show now. Yeah. that's one of the fast reasons because it's Steve Gorman Sports. That's uh, you know that's that's the whole thing. So
1: yeah, and you know Bowling Green's also where I went. Oh to yeah, just up the street yeah, from so, here. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, and he joined. And he's
1: actually he's actually playing drums in a new band. Yeah, uh, that right was one of those now. things
0: he talked because when they got when they put, quote unquote, put them back together to go out on their 30th you know thirtieth anniversary tour, which yeah. wound up not happening because of COVID, but they didn't get Gorman or, or and several people back. And it was just like, well, why, why would you not do that? They basically, it was the Robinson brothers and a bunch of other dudes. The so.
1: name, the name of the new band that he's in is called trigger hippie. Oh yeah. And you should probably go check them check okay. out.
0: Well, you know, their original guitar player, Jeff Sice, that was like, they played on the first album, yeah. lives here in Nashville, has been here for, he's from Nashville originally. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, of course they kicked him out after the first album and, you know, and they they went a different direction, but yeah. Anyway, um, do your Counting Crow stuff because oh, hold that's on. What Before I'm we, I know that's what you. I'm yeah. gonna let you, but <clears throat> let me let me get. I have a. uh Oh, what it's funny because like it's one of those things that I'm not quite sure where to go like thematically here because some of these I'm like, oh yeah, and anyway, I'll just do this. I'm just gonna go down the line on this one for now. Yeah, okay. I've got a Tom Petty lyric here. Um, that was off uh, The song is Have Love Will Travel It was off Of the last DJ uh, Album Which came out In 02 If I'm not that mistaken That was a good album actually. It was a good album It didn't do as well As yeah. Previous Petty stuff Had done This was the last single Released off of it But This lyric Like when Tom Petty died a couple of years ago. It was one of those things that I went back and started listening to some of that stuff. Yeah. And I just happened to catch this song one day. I was like, like, um, you know, it just happened to come on the radio. Uh, I think it was on Lightning 100 or something. You know, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this song. Yeah. And then it hit the last verse and I was like, I remember why I liked this song so much. Okay. The last, this is the last last verse of the song. I'm big on third verses, okay? You can tell here. Second and oh, third yeah. verses, I'm really big on them. Uh, but this third verse, it says, how about a cheer for all those bad girls and all the boys that play that rock and roll? They love it like you love Jesus. It does the same thing to their souls. Okay. And I'm like, that, ex- that right there pretty much explains music to me. Like, the reason that I have continued playing music even through bitter breakups with it and everything else of it's your your breakups (laughs) with playing music are somewhat violent too you've done it what three or four times now i had one really really bad breakup with music in my early 30s and i've had some a couple of many ones since then but nothing to the same it's more like a hiatus than anything that was a legit breakup where i was like
1: you sold all your
0: equipment. I, did, I you got, got rid, rid of, of everything. everything. I was like, I'm done with this. I am done. I don't even want to listen to music anymore. You know, type stuff. And uh, eventually, I came back around. And uh, since then, it's been more of I've just we've been taking we've taken a break a couple of times. You know, so. yeah. <laughs> Not 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 necessarily a breakup. It's just like no, we we were just on a break, you know. So, we were seeing other people, you know. We were exploring our options. And, you know, you pulled just, a Ross, uh, and, yeah, um, Ross and Rachel, yeah. you know, type stuff. But but yeah, that lyric always. We were on a break. Yeah. <laughs> that lyric. I don't even watch that show, and I, I know, know that. it's. Uh, that's, how could you not? So, anyways, what do you what do you have? Um, we're going into Counting Crows at this point. Okay, so we're just gonna go straight into it. Yeah. All right.
1: And my favorite album from Counting Crows is still
0: August and everything. That ever. is. Again, such a solid album from beginning to end. The the
1: feeling of that album. Mm -hmm. I actually I forget who the drummer was on that album.
0: It was if you hadn't He he wound up becoming the drummer for Third Eye Blind after he left after he was That's unfortunate after he was kicked out of the band. Because I can't stand Third Eye Blind. (laughs) You know, I I started to go with Third Eye Blind for one of my lyrics on here and then I realized I don't know that I want to do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, don't do that. Hold on just one second. All right. All right, and we're back. Thanks, folks. Uh, sorry, my dogs uh, decided they wanted to go outside, so that way you're not going to hear them click clacking across the floor <laughs> for yeah. the rest of the episode. So, all right, we're getting into Counting Crows. Counting Crows. Um, a, a band that Dave and I both love immensely. Yeah. Um, th- this is... They they are in my top five, and where in that top five depends on the day. Yeah. Um, so um, go ahead. What do you, what 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 are you coming well, with, County uh, Crows?
1: We were kind of talking while you were putting the dogs out. This album came out late '93. Yes. It didn't really blow up until '94. '94. Right? Well, I had graduated high school in '93, mm-hmm. and in the year after that, I was kind of having a hard time. I wasn't where I wanted to be. I wasn't right, doing right. what I wanted to do. And I was de- probably dealing with depression and had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I'd wake up in the middle of the night, couldn't sleep. I'd just get out and I'd go drive mm-hmm. and just listen to music. And this one always got me. It's 4.30 a.m. on a Tuesday. It doesn't get much worse than this. In beds, in little rooms, in buildings, in the middle of these lives, which are completely meaningless, help me stay awake. I'm falling.
0: Mm-hmm. I've always liked that 4.30 a.m. on a Tuesday. It doesn't get any worse than this. Yeah. I, believe me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, is that is that the only one you have with that's, them? That's okay. the only
1: one I have with them, because I knew you were probably going to cover four or five. Well,
0: no, I'm actually only covering two. Um, I could very easily. Oh, no. Because um, you've seen him in concert oh how many God, times now? 13, 14 times. I mean, yeah. it's something ridiculous. Uh, I actually... I, I got a chance to meet Adam Duritz at one point. Nice. Yeah, um, back years ago it was whenever we still had River Stages, and oh, it was just kind of one yeah. of those things that he was him and him and Charlie, their the keyboardists, were like walking around watching bands play, and it was somebody, one of my friends, was like, "Yeah, they're up at the they're up." And I was like, we "We're like, why are you saying that so cavalier? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you come get us immediately?" Like, well, they up, up there. They're like, <laughs> like, "Well, we just came from up there," and of course I took off. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Um, I I have two songs here. Okay, and I'm gonna go with. I could put this entire song on here. It's, it's around here. Oh, uh, yeah. Crows.
1: No, the, I I almost went with that one. But I, I could
0: put the entire song. I had a feeling you were going with. that one. But the opening to this thing, I and I've talked about this before. Where I I don't like to aggrandize rock and roll and call it poetry and stuff like that. But every once in a while, somebody writes a song, and I'm like, no, that's poetry. There is no ifs, ands, or and buts about it. And Round Here opens up with Step out the front door like a ghost into a fog where no one notices the contrast of, of white light on white. And in between the moon and you, angels get a better view of the crumbling differences between wrong and right. Yeah. And then it just keeps going. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, it, it paints such a... A picture again of depression, and someone who the 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 song being about like basically, hey, I'm an adult now. Why hasn't anything changed? Yeah. Why, you know, and that's the whole. That's an entire life. So if you ever really listen to that song, it, it, it's it is. It's about that that mid twenties malaise that we all go through. Of, I'm an adult now. Why, why hasn't yeah. anything changed? Why, why do I still feel like a kid? Why do I still, you know, why have Why do things still suck? Yeah, why, why am I not where I wanted to be in life? Why, you know, type stuff. And it's something we all go through. I, I, Gen X probably was the first ones to really embrace that you know, as a, yeah. as a, as a, as a whole, you know, cause the boomers kind of like, Oh, it's time to get out and start doing, you know, whatever. And just kind of went right straight in the workforce. We got out of we college. Do it. We got out to college. And it was like, Oh, you mean I can't go into the thing I wanted to go into. There's no jobs in that sector. Yeah. You mean I'm still waiting tables and, Working construction, and what do you mean I don't have a record deal? <laughs> yeah, yet? exactly. You know that here? that type of stuff. You know what do you mean? The the music the scene has changed, and no one's listening to the type of music that I'm making any longer. Yep. You know, or whatever it was. You know, um, okay. the other song I went with for them is actually two albums later, or actually it's three albums later, off of Hard Candy, which um,
1: I did not really enjoy. That is not one of my albums let's that put I go it to. Th- let's put
0: it this way: I really enjoyed about half of Hard Candy. There 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 are there's, there's like there, there are, there's about half of that album I really love. Yeah. And then there's about half of that album that I'm just kind of so-so on. I'm very much a August Yeah. and Satellites. Covering the Satellites. This Desert Life is a great album also. And it, I almost it's got, I almost some songs yeah. on that
1: I really like, but it, it for me it, it does this roller coaster thing it is. and it, when, really it hits, does. when it hits the lows, the lows are just yeah. really
0: there's only one song on on that album that I really just don't care for, and I think it's 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 not necessarily the song itself as much as it's the placement on the album because it kind of like it's wedged in between these two kind of upbeat songs, yeah. and it's like this really brought things down for a second just for it to come back up again. You know, yeah. it just kind of. Uh, but the one I went with is Miami. I go ahead and apologize. Just there's, there's a little bit of language in this. Uh, I love this again. Second verse.
1: Wait, hold on. <laughs> just in case you missed it, language There's warning. a little bit of language so here. So if you got kids in the car, turn the volume down yeah, now. Yeah, uh, here we go. Way to go. So, He's
0: done it again. Here we go. So this is, this, is the, this is the verse for the second verse for Miami. It says, can I say that I wish that this weather would never leave? It just gets hard to believe that God mm. sent this angel to watch over me because my angel, she don't receive my calls. She says, I'm too dumb to fuck, too dumb to fight, and too dumb to save. Well, maybe I don't need an angel at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I always like, wow, that, that's a punch in the gut. <laughs> a, I think that punch is a little lower than the gut I know. I love that. Again, <clears throat> I was like, it's like, too dumb to fuck, too dumb to fight, and too dumb to save. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh yeah, again, that that just uh I always I love that lyric. I love that lyric. I love that song too. Um but it just yeah, those are the two that I went with. I could have gone with so many other ones from them, but those are the two that I'm like, no, if we're just going lyrics, those are the two I have to go with. Rain so, King would be another Rain one. Rain King of mine. is a good one. Um I really like a lot of the live versions of Mr. Jones where they changed lyrics. Yeah. Uh, because that song after, like, especially when they went back and reworked it for the um, uh, storytellers that they did, the VH1 storytellers, mm-hmm. and eventually they released it as part of the live album that uh, Across the Wire live in New York. Yeah. And it's a slowed down version of it. And it, again, once you slow it down and you get that real poppy, you know that, 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 that sound that's with yeah. away from it, you start realizing how, like, kind of like a downer song it really is, you know? And it's just like, wow. And then he changes a lyric in there. I'm not going to go into it here, but then he changes one lyric that's like, wow, that just changes the entire tone of the yeah. song. So, anyways, what do you got next?
1: It's a band that a lot of people forget about. Mm-hmm. They kind of had, they kind of had like some mediocre success yep. and kind of went away. Mm-hmm. And their albums were kind of hit and miss. Right.
0: But on the songs that hit, they really hit. And right. it's a band called Our Lady oh, Peace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, somewhere Out There, that song Somewhere Out There. That yeah, that's like a good song. one. But yeah. the one that I went with is
1: Clumsy, mm-hmm. off the album Clumsy. Okay. And this whole album kind of hits, but it starts out with, let's see if I can get some light here. Yeah, Throw it. Away the Radio Suitcase keeps you awake, hide the telephone, the telephone, the telephone in case you realize that sometimes you're not you're just not okay. You level off, level off, level off, and it's not all right now. You need to understand there's nothing strange about this. You need to know your friends. You need to know that. And then it kicks into the pre-course. I'll be waving my hand, watching you drowned, watching you scream. Quiet or loud. Nice. <laughs> and I think it might be screwed up because I, I. It might be actually quiet out loud.
0: Mm. Um. I. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm not hugely familiar with them. Yeah. Um. They. I, like I said, I know that that song somewhere out there. And there was another yep. one that they had that was on a soundtrack or something that I, this remember. was the one that was
1: on the soundtrack. Is that it? Okay. And I think a, it was the, it was one of those, um, Scooby gang. Yeah. Something. One of those, that, like I know what you did last yeah, summer or, or something yeah, one like One of that. those, the, yeah. Or
0: legends or something. So.
1: I've, I've always loved that. song. Yeah.
0: That's cool. They, uh, I don't know. Yeah. They, uh, Canadian band. Yeah. And, uh, just kind of seemed like they were always like right on the edge yeah. of about to break big and, and never really did. I, don't, I
1: don't know who was putting their albums together, mm-hmm. but the the song
0: placement could have been switched it's up a little yeah. bit and made it a little bit. I tell better you album. that is one of the things that the, the, the order of the album order yeah. like the, the song song order can really make or break an album. Yeah it really can so you, you
1: get you get a bunch of really great songs yeah, and you put them in the wrong order. That album is going to do nothing.
0: Right. Um, it's like building the
1: ultimate playlist out of your it's, own yes, songs.
0: Yes, absolutely. And High Fidelity. Watch High Fidelity sometime about yeah. building playlists. That that absolutely. And I have not. Have you watched the the series that's no. on Hulu? I haven't either. I've heard good things about it. I may have to go back and watch it at some point. So. Actually, the
1: wife canceled Hulu oh, okay. uh, well, on mind. us when, <laughs> when she lost her job. So. Oh, okay. Fair, yeah. enough, fair we, enough. We had to pare down some of the streaming services. Um,
0: where am I? I, I'm gonna, I? I'm gonna go with this one. Another seminal '90s singer when he went solo. Okay, it's Chris Cornell. Oh yeah, from the <clears throat> um, the song "Sunshower," which was on the Great Expectations uh, soundtrack. I think I remember this song, dude. It is a beautiful, beautiful song. And but the thing is, it was like the first thing he did after. Soundgarden broke up you yeah. know before he put out under or was it a Euphoric morning or whatever what was the name of it uh I don't the remember the one that, that had she's going to change the world it was his first i think it was Euphoric morning before he morning. went into audio Slave yeah yeah it was bit. it was yeah it was his first solo album this was actually pre that um, but this is a beautiful song, and this is one of those songs that not only do I wish I'd written these lyrics, I wish I could sing like Chris Cornell, so I could sing this song just to be able to sing this song, if nothing else. Well,
1: according to Chris, all he ever did uh, yeah, to learn well, how
0: to sing was just to scream had, as loud and high had, as he possibly could. He had could. the ability to begin with; he <clears> just <throat> hadn't learned how to use it yet, because yeah. there, because you can't force your voice to do something it won't, do, it can't physically do, uh, no matter what anybody says yeah. tells you. Uh, believe me, I know I've tried enough. <laughs> anyway, so the sun shower. This is the way this song starts off. And this paints such a picture, lyrically. Okay? It says, Dark as roses and fine as sand, feel your healing and you and your sting again. Hear you laughing and my soul is saved. On forgotten graves you cry. Crawl like ivy up my up my spine, through my nose and into my eyes, cuts like Cuts like anguish or recollections of better days gone by. Wow. Yeah, that I especially love that crawl like ivy <clears throat> up my spine through yeah. my through, uh, through my nose and through my eyes is like that's that's just a it's such a it's such a cool metaphor for someone really getting under your skin, yeah. you know, type stuff. But that song is such a beautiful, beautiful song, it's acoustic, you know, and it's just gorgeous. Um, yeah, anyway, Chris Cornell, man, another gone too soon. Uh, what you got next? Foo Fighters. Which song?
1: Well, hold on.
0: <laughs> I have a Foo Fighters on here, too, and I'm sure we have the same one. So it's <laughs> You might be surprised. Okay.
1: Um, first off, Dave Grohl is my spirit animal. You have said that before. I, yes. I, I love Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when the first Foo Fighters album came out, and I was like, this is a guy from Nirvana? I
0: know. And I'll be honest, I, mean, I didn't like the first song. That I was like, um, it's okay. I mean, it's not. It's what was all the name right. of that? I don't know you anything. The fingernails are pretty. Thin. Yeah, I didn't care for that song. I was like this is. Oh. But then it felt the stuff more, after that, I'm like, no, I really dig well, this. Well, that and first
1: I'm, album, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, man, I'll check it out. And then the second album came out. The color and the shape. And the first single off of this
0: thing. Monkey wrench. Yeah, mm-hmm. monkey wrench. That's I was a good sitting song, there. I, I was
1: watching MTV. MTV does their, you know, premiere video, premiere yeah, video, you know,
0: world premiere video. Yeah.
1: And it's like Foo Fighters. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll hang around. And then monkey wrench hits mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah, this is so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, what have we done with innocence? It disappeared with time. It never made much sense. Adolescent resident, Wasting another night planning my revenge. One in ten does it three times, mm-hmm. and then it gets down into the chorus. Don't want to be your monkey wrench. One more indecent accident. I'd rather leave than suffer this. I'll never be your monkey wrench. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good song. That's all. Ta- talking album about good. going. No, you're not going to use yeah, me. Yeah, I'm out of here. Know. I bet your next one's the same one that I have. So. Is Everlong. Everlong. <laughs> yeah. How can you not talk about Dude, Everlong? In, yeah. The, the thing with this song, and I, and I have said in the past.
1: And honestly, my favorite version of the song is off of Skin and Bones. Is it the acoustic version? The acoustic yeah. version.
0: This is one of those songs that I will put up with. I will fight you about being maybe the best song from the 90s. Yeah, honestly, I mean, just yeah, um, because it it's such a rocking song, but there is this real like sweetness underneath it. Yeah, and when you get into the lyrics, which lyric are you going with the entire song, or are you just going with the?
1: <laughs> I, it, it's it's kind of the chorus. It's and I wonder when I sing along with you, mm-hmm. if everything mm-hmm. could ever feel this real forever anything could ever be this, this good real, again
0: mm-hmm. the only thing, thing i'll ever, ever ask, ask you, of you
1: you got to promise not, not to stop, stop when i say when then she sang yeah she sang
0: i really love that I, I i have that on here but i also but i went with the second verse again the breathe out so i can breathe yeah. you in hold you in and now i know you've always been out of your head out of my head i sang yeah and that is the you know and i wonder when i sing along with you everything'll ever be yeah. because it is one of those things that like he wrote this song for, um, uh, Louise Leitner. Uh, he was dating, she was in Veruca Salt. Yeah. And, um, they, they dated for a long time and it was just one of those things of like, yeah, it's one of those things when you start looking at the lyrics, you can see it's like, this is about really being connected with someone, yeah. you know, of, you know, hello, I've waited here for you ever long, you know, to not to throw myself into out of the head, out of my red, out of the red. She's saying, you know, it's one of those things where it's just all about like this all encompassing. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, now, I get it. Yeah.
1: Now, I've read this in a couple different places. I don't yeah. know if it's exactly true or not, but, you know, all that frantic whispering mm-hmm. that's in the middle there that you never figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. What I've seen in a couple, three different places—it's actually three different pieces of audio right. overlaid each yeah, other.
0: I've heard that too. The
1: first one is Dave Grohl reading an instruction manual. Right. The second one is him reading a love letter. Mm-hmm. The third one is him telling a story about one of the studio tech engineers' father.
0: Yeah, I had heard something about that. And something and, else is pretty neat is that Louise Lightner sings on the chorus, like is ba- in the back as a backup. She was out of town when they recorded this, yeah. her vocals, her backing vocals were recorded over the, over a phone line. Wow. Yeah. If you go and you listen, like if you, especially if you put the headphones in and listen, you can hear them and it's got a really interesting sound to them. Yeah. So it's, a, yeah.
1: Well, the story that about the tech, the sound engineers, mm-hmm. um, the tech guy, you know what?
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: So one in that third layer about the story about the, the guy's father, it's so dad would take the Sundays off, and that was the only time he could ever get any rest. And so, because we were loud on Sundays, he'd make us hold his construction boots over our head till we uh, paper till we sleep. And they were really heavy boots. And I used to say, Dad, come on, please, and like start crying because they're like way too heavy. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the three <laughs> whispering.
0: I'm sorry, I keep calling her lightener. Her, her, her name at the time was Louise Post. There you her go. Her name, her last name's Leitner now. Yeah, she's she's married. But yeah, I was like, I think that's wrong.
1: I've got another Foo Fighters. Okay, go ahead. All my life. Okay. Um, actually, yeah, that's only on the last one I've got. It, it it seems like it's always the first verse that catches me. It's the same way with this one. All my life, I've been searching for something. Something never comes. Never leads to nothing. Nothing satisfies. But I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the rope. All night long I dream of the day when it comes around, then it's taken away, it leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most feel it come to life when I see your ghost and then the song kicks in.
0: Right. And then
1: at the end where it's just where he's just screaming mm-hmm. um, Done, done and on to the next one, done, I'm done, and I'm on yeah, to the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: just Oh yeah, I, I, remember, I know the song. I know the song. Yeah, it does. It starts off like this. Real, it's just him and the guitar, and then it, yeah. then it kicks. And it's like yeah,
1: but that that whole it it ties into the next one. It ties into the next one. It's it, it's like the right. it's almost like the song picks up speed as the song's going on, but it
0: doesn't. Really. Right. Um. What do you have there? What's your turn? I, I, know, I know. I'm just looking to see what I, what I, I'm going to go ahead and, and get into. u two. I only have two YouTubes on here. Sure. I could I could again go into a <clears> lot, but these are the two <throat> that, that that really, for two different reasons. Uh, the first one I'm, I'm going to go with here is from their song "Stay Far Away, So Close," which was from uh, the Zoropa album, which was released in '93. Um, and, uh, the lyric, and I love this lyric because again, it is a, it's such a cool visual, but it also tells a story in just a couple of lines here. Yeah. It says red light, gray morning, you stumble out of a hole in the ground, a vampire or a victim. It depends on who's around. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yes, (laughs) we've all known that person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yep but then one of my all-time favorite lyrics not just u2 lyric but like one of my all-time favorite lyrics is from the song one uh it's that's a, such a good song. such a great song and i tell you what mary j Bly's version of that song is freaking amazing her i don't
1: think i've heard her. oh version.
0: dude you need to hear it oh man it is it, it takes it to a whole new level okay like, it really does um anyways uh the, the lyric says, uh you say love is a temple loves a higher law love is a temple love is a higher law you ask me to enter but then you make me crawl and i can't be holding on to what you've got when all you've got is hurt yeah that that is a very poignant yeah. you know of <clears throat> and that's what that entire song is about this re- you, know, you can tell it's about a relationship that's falling apart and yeah. it's the you know you know, did I disappoint you? Did I have a bad taste in your mouth? You know, yeah. are you you ha- you know you act like you never had love and you want me to go without, you know, that type of stuff. It's just like, you know, it's really somebody asking all these questions of a relationship that's falling apart of like, I don't understand, <laughs> you know. so But those are the two I went with, you two. Uh, I could have gone with a whole lot, a whole lot more. Um, what do you got next? Megadeth. Megadeth. Off of Euthanasia. Okay. The Train of Consequences.
1: Tout le oh, Le monde.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, We're going is, French on this here. Okay.
1: You know, and it's it's such a great song anyway. The mm-hmm. whole feel of the thing. Right. And then.
0: It's a suicide note, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's a
1: suicide note. And it's, you know, he's, it's a slower metal song, but he's rocking yep. right along. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're not expecting it. He kicks into French. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I didn't take French. I can't yeah, pronounce I know, French, yeah. but it, you know, it's a tout le monde, a tout mes amis, je vous aime, j'ai deux I'm do. I'm murdering well, this it's, language. It's fine, Sorry. Not, we're not French. But so it, it, it. it's basically to all the world, to all my friends, I love you. I have to leave. These are the last words I'll ever speak, I'll ever speak, and they'll set me free, mm. is, is the main course. Yeah. But, if you go through and you read this thing, you're just, you know, the whole song. is. Oh, just I know, like, wow. I
0: know, yeah. It's, uh, it is a, uh, I knew that was, when, when that, they released that as a single, I think it was the third single off that, second or third single off that album. Yeah, And I remember at the time, you know, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, you know, what, what does it mean? And somebody who took French or something and translated it, and was like, oh, oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense, Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, when you translate it, 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 it kind of makes the whole rest of the song kind of that much more.
0: I, I'm i kind of... I'm not sure where to go here. I have I have kind of some, some lyrics that are... I, I, let me go ahead and do this one, and then I can really get into some of this. There's a song... Sure. There was one of the bands I really love from the early 2000s is uh, the New Amsterdam's. Okay. And it's Matt Pryor. He was a lead singer for the Get Up Kids. It was his side project. He did three or four albums or actually four or five albums I think Uh, but off the second one um, had this song called picture in the paper and um, the whole thing with picture in the paper like the opening lyric is I don't I don't want a picture in the paper I just want a minute of your time then he at some point I'd appreciate an answer any just a token would do me fine and you you get the whole like when you start the way I looked at it it is like oh I understand the whole, the picture in the paper, you know, is the engagement photo that people used to put in, you know, he's like, I'm not asking you to marry me. I just want to spend time with you. I just want you to, you know, to, to, to pay attention, you know like." But the lyric that I went with here is, um, it says, I won't ask a question you can't answer. Like, do you remember all shook down at one time? It was your favorite record. Now it's broken, not around baby. I broke it, It broke me down. All shook down is a replacements album. It was their last studio album that they released and um i i like that of you know i want to ask a question you can't answer like do you remember all shook down you know and, and saying you know, at one time it was your favorite album but now it's broken and you broke me down you know type stuff yeah. and that's the whole i'm like mm-hmm. there there's a lot going on in that song like when you really like start looking at it like some of the other lyrics yeah. you know, like i said if you don't get the whole picture in the paper thing right off the bat you understand that you, you i think you kind of miss some of what's going on in the song of, like, no, this is someone who's trying to figure out why this person that they want to spend the rest of their life with is actively acting like they don't want to spend their life with them, you know, and trying to figure it out. So, anyways, what do you got next? Anthrax. Off the
1: Persistence of Time album. Which one? Belly of the Beast. Oh, that's a good song. It's a good
0: song. You're going to caught in a mosh? Or. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: No. Um, Got the time. <laughs> actually, that's a cover. Got the time is a I cover. A and it, yeah, and I know, it's, it's a Todd Rundgren song. And
0: it's a great cover. I know, it is a really good. And it's a. But the,
1: the lyric I went with was insanity, the normal state, the left hand, a hammer, the right hand, a stake. Driven so deep into the heart, it's killing love, it's killing faith, it's killing because it's from the heart. What better way to demoralize when your own children are your spies? The things you trust are not the same. Trust in death. Trust in grief. Trust in hope is trust in pain.
0: Hmm. It's kind of dark. <laughs> 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 you know you have nothing, do you? Uh, anthrax. I mean, it's it's anthrax. I remember that song, "Billy the Beast." I mean, that was. Uh, yeah. I remember that. Old, I remember a ton of their stuff metal is always lyrically is really i i in my in my estimation a lot of times metal lyrics are kind of hit or miss yeah because a lot of it is like a lot of lyrics i, I would I always like to call it statement rock where it's yeah. like they're not really the lyrics are, are literally like it's just a string of statements yeah. that they've they've strung together that rhyme and that's it you know and it's like okay so, but sometimes certain people were really good at actually like weaving you know storytelling or or you know saying something you know inside of the song that you you weren't expecting (laughs) you know so it's a um uh i'm gonna go with one here that's it's it's gonna be completely different than i
1: feel like that was a complete letdown of what Uh, it's that was just like so anticlimactic, and i really love that song
0: Sometimes and I think maybe it comes down. To sometimes even with some of these that I'm doing, I'm like, I think you kind of have to hear the entire song to, to really get them. Because yeah. again, it's that whole the mood that's set with it and that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, I think this might be one of those. <laughs> uh Oh, okay, good. Maybe, song maybe called, I didn't completely bring the show down. A song called "Daddy's Farm" by Shooter Jennings. Oh, I like Shooter. The, the, some of his first his first album put the O back in country. Yeah think about that one for a second the this was the last song on the album and it is just a rockin like country rock i mean you know like just you know just straightforward like rock gritty grimy you know just and and it's just a badass song and it's all about you know this guy that that you know he's from this you know uh that the chorus is you know um, back home all I had was my guitar living in the backwoods on Daddy's farm you know sitting on the front porch till the evening comes you know living in the backwoods on Daddy's farm so he came into town he met this woman and they became you know they got into a relationship and yeah. then he found out that she cheated on him uh-uh. so he went and killed both of them and this well, I, song I, I've got I've got one okay, that's, that's so this, similar to that this song starts off. The the opening lyric is there's a piggy waiting outside my door who's knocking in and screaming that he's gonna use force. It's basically he's barricaded himself in his house. Yeah. And the cops are, you know, threatening to come in and he's telling the story of this song throughout the first two, you know, and into the into the bridge, okay? Yeah. Um of of, you know, he went and he killed his lover and her, her lover, and now the cops have him barricade. This is the final this is the final verse. And I'll be honest Whatever it is, you have to take it for what it is because you know this is lyrical. But this right here is some of the most badass stuff I've ever heard, uh-uh. and it's from a country song. Okay, <laughs> country songs I can know be as dark as metal. This this is the the final the final verse. It says, "Chitty chitty bang bang," and I hit the floor. Two little piggies bust down my door. The first little piggy went down. The second little piggy started popping off rounds. I make a break for the parking lot, heard some people talking about that somebody got shot. They're never going to see it my way, so I break for the truck and head out on the highway. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and to hear, you have to hear the song because the way, I mean, it's this real like, this real, like driving, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, he's doing the jitty, jitty, bang, bang, and I hit the floor. And it's like... That's hardcore yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that's kind of one of those things that the first time I heard this is like <clears throat> there are some uh, there are some uh, quote unquote gangster rappers out there. Who need to go and hang out with a shooter for a while, to learn how to write some lyrics. <laughs> oh boy, anyways, what do you got?
1: <laughs> um, Tom Waits, mm. Which song? Off an album that came out while I was in college, uh-huh. Mule Variations. Okay. And it's the song Hold On.
0: Okay. Tom Waits, man. Again, we could probably do a whole <clears throat> just on Tom Waits. So. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: second verse. Well, he gave her a dime store watch and a ring made from a spoon. Everyone is looking for someone to blame. But you share my bed, you share my name. Well, go ahead and call the cops. You don't meet you don't meet nice girls in coffee shops," she said. "Baby, I still love you. Sometimes there's nothing left to do, and it goes into the chorus. You got to hold on, hold on. You got to hold on. Take my hand. I'm standing right here. You got to just hold on.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Tom Wait, man. Tom Waits, man. He he could write some lyrics, dude. Um.
1: Now the next guy I've got, I've got a bunch of songs from him. Okay, he's a songwriter too, but he's going to be somebody you've never heard of. Okay, fair enough. There'll be if if anybody listening that actually knows the next guy, I'll be surprised. Okay,
0: how many? Just out of curiosity, about how many do you have? Three or four or five or something. Okay. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Tom Waits. I I like Tom Waits. I love
0: Tom Waits. I really do. Yeah. Um, for those of you who aren't really familiar <clears> with Tom Waits, he wrote a lot of songs that you love. You just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Other people have done his Rod, Rod Stewart with Downtown, Downtown Train, Train. Yes. That is a Tom but Waits. But you know song. what? I love Tom Waits' version of that. Because they have better. their two completely different feels, uh, to those songs. Yep. Um Old Fifty Five is another one he did that like a couple like the Eagles covered it and like Sarah McLaughlin. Dro- little Drop of Poison. Yeah. Um, um, the Ramones covered "I Don't, Don't Want to Grow Up," which is a great song. What's he building under know. there? It's uh, there. There is so many good songs that Tom Waits have done, has has written. I have. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna get into it. So, um, the replacements. Um, Paul Westerberg. Which is one of your favorite bands. I love the replacements. I love Paul Westerberg. Paul Westerberg is just an amazing, amazing songwriter. And uh, I'm going with a couple of them here. I've talked about one of these on here before. But it's well worth a... um, Well worth a, 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 a revisit. But the first one is from the song Can't Hardly Wait. It was on the Please to Meet Me song, uh, album. And, uh, I love this. Again, it's the second verse. This says, Jesus rides beside me, but he never buys any smokes. Hurry up, hurry up. Ain't you had enough of this stuff? It's ashtrays, floors, dirty clothes, and filthy jokes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and you know, again, it's one of those, uh, um, one of those. Uh, it's it's an interesting it's an it's an interesting picture that he paints there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one I have to go into here, and this is a <sighs> "Bastards of Young" off of Tim. Okay, I have said this before. We when we did our most Gen X, I said this is probably the most Gen X song ever. Yeah. I know it's not the popular, but just lyrically. It says everything about Gen X. You know, it's God, what a mess on the ladder of success where you take one step and miss the whole first rung. Dreams unfulfilled, graduate unskilled. It beats picking cotton and waiting to be forgotten. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. um, my favorite ones, though, is the... What is it? The, there's a little, like, coming out of the, one of the verses uh, uh, before it goes in the guitar solo. It says, unwillingness to claim us. Yeah, you've got an award to name us. You know, that whole, like, you know... And in the last verse is the ones that love us best are the ones we'll lay to rest and visit their graves on holidays at best. And the ones that love us least are the ones we'll die to please. If it's any if it's any consolation, I don't begin to understand them. I mean, it's just, it's such a, yeah, you know, the, 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 here we are. Again, going back to the, we're the middle children of history. You know, it's, it's. Yeah. you know, uh, you know, there's a lyric. You know, it says, uh, you know, income tax deduction. What a hell of a function! <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just. <laughs> I had to file. Try to. I know it exactly. Straight. I mean, the right the right thing changes, changes from, state from state to Again, state. Again, both of them from Minneapolis. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it is a uh, but the, the yeah. I mean, the the you you can go through the replacements in general and just start picking lyrics out left yeah. and right and Westerberg's solo stuff yeah. as well uh go ahead what you got next
1: um the last few songs i've got are from one artist okay and he's kind of country he's kind of folk he's kind of punk i don't i don't know if that's the right way to say it but he's he's definitely got he he can go anything from a little weird and off kilter like Tom Waits into straight up hardcore bluegrass mm-hmm and actually, his live albums are better than the actual production albums. And it's okay. a guy by the name of um, Fred J. Eaglesmith.
0: Okay. <clears throat> I think you... I think you uh, I, I've played you some of his yeah. stuff before.
1: This guy's a lyricist, um, likes to play with words, and he, he has a twisted sense of humor. Um, also Canadian. Okay. It's um,
0: Canadians, man.
1: The first song that I've got is a song called Flowers in the Dell. And really the best rendition of this is off of his uh, Ralph's last show live album. Uh huh. Um, it's about a guy that gets on a train, you know, just to take a train ride. And he ends up running into um, his ex. Mm-hmm. And he didn't see her. She sneaks up on him and says, it's been a long time. Oh. Yeah. And... She starts apologizing for leaving him and, you know, saying, I've changed. I'm not going to do this. And so he gets down on a knee and asks her to marry him right there in the car. And she says, yes. Okay. It goes into the chorus, but then it, it later on, they get to the train station. And as they're getting off the train, he reaches up to take her hand to help her off the train. And when she gets down, she runs into another man's arms and laughs at him. Oh. And the... The last verse Mm -hmm. is kind of like your Shooter Jennings song. Mm. Um, The whistle blew, and I heard her scream. I'll hear it till my dying day. And as she struggled, I turned, and I threw her beneath the wheels of that train. The judge said 99 years, granted no parole. They put me in a cell in shackles and chains and nailed up the door (laughs) Um, in the dale. Mm -hmm. flowers in the Dale.
0: Mm. That's pretty harsh. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a straight up bluegrass song. Oh yeah. Well, at least the version on,
1: at least the version on Ralph's last show.
0: So much bluegrass music is very dark in tone and storytelling. Yeah. Lots of murders, lots of, you know, Mm -hmm. just wild stuff. So, yep. Um,
1: the next one I've got from Fred Eagle Smith is a song called Alcohol and Pills. Okay. And he basically goes through Hank Williams, Elvis Presley, Janis Joplin, Graham Parsons, Jimi Hendrix, and just, you know, basically. Right. And the main chorus is Alcohol and Pills. It's a crying shame. You think they might have been happy with the f- glory and the fame, but fame doesn't take away the pain, it just pays the bills. And you wind up. On alcohol and pills.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's yeah. Again, going back to we we're talking about you know, Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. You know, yeah. he very famously after they got big had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, and like just did not know how to deal with it. You know.
1: yeah, I'm trying to decide. Oh, I've got I've got one more artist. I forgot about him. Oh, okay. I'm still into Freddie Gil Smith okay. right now though. Um. This one's called Wilder Than Her. Mm -hmm. Um, It's basically talking about him and his girlfriend, about how she's wild, but he's wilder than her. Okay. But the last last lyric is, um, but then she takes my hand and she looks me in the eye. I see something that I've never seen in my life. She takes the fire and turns it down low. She takes the night and makes it not so cold. She takes the distance and breaks into the mile and she takes the distance and breaks it into miles. She makes my life just a little less wild.
0: Hmm. That's cool. I'm gonna have to go check him out. He's got some good stuff. Is that all of them you have with him? No, I've actually got two more. I know. <laughs> I'm boring you. Um, no 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 no. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out what my next uh... So the next one I've got is called Water and Fuel.
1: And it's basically about a, a truck driver who has broken up with his lady friend mm-hmm. and he's trying to get her to come back. And the main course of um, the light keeps coming on. I've got water in the fuel. My brakes are gone. I've got a left front tire that's throwing thread. By tomorrow morning, I could be dead. Baby, maybe you were right all along. Maybe you could ride along.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: I actually, I, I'm not a guitar player. Right. But at one point I had actually, you can
0: play. I mean, it's, uh, uh,
1: I had actually worked this one up and got to where I could play it and sing it myself and not have to get somebody to help me.
0: That, that's just a great one. That's
1: cool. And he's also got some funny ones. Like Mm -hmm. he's got one about a dog that he had that died. It's called, he was a good dog, which I didn't bring them. for, But it's a good song. That's cool. And then he's got one. It's called time to get a gun. Okay. (laughs) And, um, it's basically talking about, you know, the neighbor's car got stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, government man, uh, last week, the government man was there when I walked out my back door. He said, I'm sorry to bother you, son, but it doesn't matter anymore. Cause even while we're talking right here where we stand, they're making plans for a four lane highway and a big old overpass. <laughs> and he gets into the course time to get a gun. That's what I've been thinking. And I could afford one if I did just a little less drinking. Time to put something between me and the sun, because when the talking is over, it's time to get a gun. Yeah, (laughs) ain't
0: taking me off my land. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But that's all the the front. Oh, cool. I I have, but like I I said, that guy. I'm gonna have to check him out. He He can write. Yeah, I I have a list of songs here by different bands, okay, or artists that all have a similar theme. Oh, okay. we're, we're doing a theme now. Um, I'm going to start with this one. Goody. Okay, uh, this is a song by Blink 182 of all people. Oh no! Damn it. Okay. Which was their first semi-hit. It was off of Dude Ranch. Okay, this is this is pre Innam of the State. You know, with um, you know, what's my age again? You know, and and all the like, you know, all the yeah. small things and the songs <laughs> that most people really got into them. Yeah. And this was the first song I heard by them. But the, the uh, there's a verse, you know, and it says, um, and maybe I'll see you at a movie sneak preview. You'll show up and walk by on the arm of that guy and I'll smile and you'll wave. We'll pretend it's OK. The charade, it won't last when he's gone. I won't come back. And then it happens once again. You'll turn to a friend, someone who understands he's through the master plan. But everybody's gone and you've been here for too long to face this on your own. Well, I guess this is growing up. It's like that whole yeah, yeah we broke up. See ya. see ya. Yeah, I'm I'm done. You yeah. know, but
1: honestly, blinks okay. But uh, when what's his name left and started Angels, and yeah, Airwaves. That I like Angels and Airwaves a lot better.
0: Um, Tom. Here's a, what's his name? Uh Tom DeLong. Yeah. yeah, here's another one. Group AlphaVille. This song was, was called Forever oh, Young. I like AlphaVille. It was uh, it was covered by um, youth group in the early two thousands. Uh, and it, It's song forever young It's been around I mean like Jay-Z yeah. Z sampled it For um, one of his songs You know About ten years ago And um, But the, the, it's got some, It's got a great A bunch of great lyrics But I really love this one Again It says Some are like water And some are the heat Some are the melody And some are the beat Sooner or later They'll all be gone Why don't they stay young You know And it's uh, And the, the next lyric Is something about There's so many adventures Couldn't happen today So many songs We forgot to play Yeah So many dreams Hanging out in the blue just waiting to come true. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, that's a, that, that's, that's a pretty good. And then, um, I'm going to go with this one. This lyric right here is one that has been with me for a very long time. And I, th- I don't know if you've started sensing a pattern in these few lyrics here, but this is a song by Everclear. It's off of, um, Sparkle and Fade. The song is called The Twist Inside. And this is a lyric I have put on many, many things in my life and something that I have told people multiple times. It says, Breathing fire doesn't look good on a resume, and neither does anything else we do. We gotta get ready for the real world. Wow. That lyric like hit me I mean like A rock when I heard it is that breathing fire doesn't look good on the resume, and neither does anything else we do. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, wow, that (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I love I no, I don't like it, but I love it at the same time. You know, it's like, oh man, that is such a oh my god. You probably noticed there that all those lyrics on on
1: that note, we should swim out past the breakers,
0: (laughs) you know. I that. I love that lyric. I love that song. I love that song, but I especially love that lyric. We'll just swim out past the breakers and watch the world die. Yep. You know, we can live beside the ocean, leave the fire behind, swim out past the ocean, swim out past the breakers and watch the world die. Yeah. Again, very Gen X (laughs) song. Yep. They had Everclear, that Sparkling Fade album. Well, you know what they did, right? Hmm. They got their record deal. Right. And they went, to
1: the cheapest studio they could find, and they did almost all the production yep. themselves, and then went back and paid the money back to the st- I know to the recording label. They so they could get a higher um, art. Alexander on the yeah that was something I remember him
0: saying. But now it ultimately you know they did get in deep to the record label eventually and he had to. Yeah. He had to file for bankruptcy, but I do remember that in the 90s of him he saying, tried, "Look, he tried really we want a, we, want a, we his... want a cheaper we don't want, we don't want as big of an advance. Yeah. We want more points on the back end." And, and we want to keep our publishing, our publishing yeah. yeah. Which are all very smart things. Of course, he was also a little older when he got the record deal. Yeah. He was in his thirties, you know, and that was at a time when you could still be in your thirties and, and yeah. make it, unlike, you know, now <laughs> or the last twenty years I should say. You know, it's a Yeah. Um, but it's but it's one of those things that, that that lyric though of breathing fire doesn't look good on a resume. Neither does anything yeah. else we do. And gotta get ready for the real world. Yeah, it just yeah. oh, dude, that 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 hit me so hard when I heard that. And I I don't like just, that. <laughs> I, I, it's been a very long. I've
1: hit, I probably have pushed that song out of my memory yeah. because of that
0: lyric. There is. Hold on. Let me let me get it here. I, I have some on on my list. I'm, I'm pretty much down to I'm I'm out of everything on that I actually have written down here. I got one song that, but I have so, I have some songs because there. There are so many good lyrics that I'm like, I can't, you know, I I just have a hard time pulling one or two lyrics out, you know, without context. So go ahead.
1: Um, The last guy I've got, you probably know his sister better than you actually know
0: him. His sister is Sheila E. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Alejandro. Alejandro Escavedo. Escavedo. Yeah.
1: This guy is an amazing musician, an amazing lyricist. Um, My buddy Kevin, Mm -hmm. who's in Louisville, is actually the one who introduced me to him. And we actually went and saw him at 12th and Porter. Um, And that was a great show. Um, But the song that I picked is a song called The End. Mm -hmm. And the lyric I picked out is the second verse. It's everybody screaming just to get the last word. The difference is what she said and what I heard. Why do all hearts break instead of bend? You got to tell me straight is this really the end?
0: Hmm. Why do they break instead of bend? That's, that's a, you got to tell me straight. Is this, yeah, is this really the end? That That's a, that's a, that's a good lyric. That is a real good lyric, man. Wow. That's the one I'm going out on. I, uh, I know what I'm going out on, but I got a couple here. um, a newer band that I discovered and I, I turned you on to a band or a uh, gang of youths. Yeah. It was a song oh. called fear and trembling. What, and you what, know, no, yeah, what, it's the one you're thinking of. Um, I'm thinking, um,
1: when the fire goes out,
0: that's a good one. That's the, actually, that yeah. would be my choice from them. Yeah. This one though, because, and the thing is, is it, it's, it's lyrically on this, you know, because yeah. this, it, uh, let me, let me pull it. This was the thing. It starts off. It's one of those songs that starts off kind of slow with the piano, and then like it kicks in. I mean, it just really becomes a rocking song. But in that opening card, it says, "Cause there are feelings that are strong, and there are ones that are mixed." At the dawn of my youth of my young life's eclipse, I was a boy once. Now I'm a kind of adult catching up on all the cool shit I missed. Cause we were raised where the pastors they danced in the aisles with a mosh pit up front, up front, full of youths. So if faith is to lose the mind to win God, then I guess I've got nothing to lose. I love that I was a boy once. Now I'm kind of an adult. (laughs) And then also that whole, you know, because we were raised with the pastors, they danced in the aisles with a mosh pit up front full of youth. That I, from growing up in the church, especially going like in the early 90s and stuff, there was a lot of that of Oh, you know, these young, charismatic youth pastors and stuff, you know. Uh, it's a great song, man. Um, let's see. And then... I can always fall back on Bruce Springsteen's Thunder Road. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that yeah, just yeah. lyrically... I mean, just just go and listen to it. I'm not even going to say it. Just people who are Just go listen to Thunder Road. Because that, that, again, poetry. It is poetry. Um... I'm going to go with this one if I can find it. Uh, While you're
1: talking about Gang abuse, mm-hmm. um, the one that I was going with was What Can I Do If the Fire Goes Out? Um, this is a sound of a soul in tune to a savage desire for a soul made new. It's a de- uh, savage desire for a fo- soul untamed, the definitive cry in the present age. Do I throw my clothes in the fire? Do I throw my hopes in the fire? do those things glow, uh, grow into fire or burn just to keep me complying. And then the very last line is what can I do if the fire goes out? Cause I don't know if I can live without.
0: Mm. I love that. Yeah. Song. That, that whole man, that, that whole was album. another one of those. I was like, who is this? Oh, well, wait, then, this is, a-
1: then I went and watched the
0: video of them actually you performing know, doing yeah. the song. And yeah. I'm like, Holy. I know, I know. Uh, here's one, Frank Turner, uh, <laughs> Frank, the song, get better. This was my first introduction to him. And I love Frank Turner now But um, there's a lyric here. I mean, it's one of those that, um, there's a lot in this that I really love. Uh, the chorus of it, he says, I'm trying to get better because I haven't been my best. She took a plain black marker, started writing on my chest. She drew a line across the middle of my broken heart and said, come on now, let's fix this mess because we can get better because we're not dead yet. That nice. that right there is amazing. But this second verse, it says, They threw me a whirlwind, and I spat back the sea. I took a battering, but I've got thicker skin and the best people I know looking out for me. Uh, so I'm taking the high road. My engine's running high and fine. May I always see the road rising up to meet me, and my enemies defeated in the mirror behind. Nice. And yeah, that is a you know just the but that whole you know we can get better because we're not dead yet that whole it's like yeah and the thing is i heard the song at a time when i really needed to hear this song yeah. <laughs> like oh oh no 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 this is uh yeah and there's one more that i have here that i don't even i don't even want to like do the entire lyrics and i can't find them which sucks. Oh, no. It's a newer song. It's by Ryan Hamilton and the Harlequin Ghost. It's a song gotcha. called um, uh, This Is The Sound. And the, the
1: chorus... He's oh. probably so independent that the
0: lyrics... Yeah, the lyric maybe, maybe, it but it is... Um, it, it's one of those things. The first time I heard the song, I was just I was just floored by the lyrics, uh, and it was the chorus. It's the chorus that gets me because you know, says so this is the sound of. Uh, I wish I could remember all just of it.
1: Play the chorus. Try to get it real quick. Because I know you've got it on Spotify. Oh, I, or I, I've, Apple I've Music got it here. Yeah, yeah, I can
0: pull it up. Um, and I wish I could find the lyrics because it, it's it really is. It's the. Damn it! No. All right. Fine. Here we go. You know what? I'm just going to drop it in here. Yeah.
1: This is the sound of the chances that
0: But yeah, those lyrics... Ooh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You know the song, though. But yeah, you know, it's just the whole, like, this is the sound of remembering. Yeah. This is the sound of remembering. This And to me, this is everything. Those lyrics, you know, coming out. But I, I love that, that whole, the whole song is about, like, you know, yeah. music. This is the sound. This is the sound that makes you remember all those things that you did right, all those things you did wrong, all yeah. those things that, you know, and that lyrics, it's all about melody. It's all about, you know, the, the big jangly guitars or the big chunky guitars or the big drums or the bass lines or the whatever oh, it is. Speaking the, of big jangly all guitars. All that stuff, you know. Yeah, I've been on a real um, band of skulls kick here. Oh, right yeah, right. I know you're, you're really good at <sighs> those guys. I love those guys. <clears throat> there there were so many other songs that I wanted I wanted to sure. put on this. I really wanted to. I forced to.
1: Myself, myself to pare it down to what I have.
0: You know, I actually have one line from a song that I love by a band that you're going to be like, uh. Give it to me. Maroon 5. I know you're going to be like, what? But this lyric I have always loved. From the first time I heard it, from the very first time I heard this song, I, I, and this lyric, I was like, that is a brilliant song. That, that, or that is a brilliant lyric. Because it is so true in life. It's from She Will Be Loved. Okay. The lyric, it's not always rainbows and butterflies, it's compromise that moves us along. That, (laughs) how did those guys write that song that lyric? It's a good question. (laughs) Because honestly, it's the only thing that keeps this podcast going. I know, I'm just like, but yeah, it's not always rainbows and butterflies, it's compromise that moves us along. It's like, wow, that, yeah. Yeah, the older you get, the more you realize. You probably noticed that, A lot of my lyrics there, especially toward the ends, are all about like growing up, (laughs) about becoming an adult. It's just something that I've. 46 years old as we're sitting here I have no clue how to be an adult whatsoever and I'm probably never going to <laughs> so <it's> like our <laughs> parents knew how to be adults yeah but they, they knew how to fake it so much better than we yeah. have than we have well, I mean that's uh, and that is, is also the difference is they were
1: willing to fake it and we were willing to be more honest, honest about, about with what's me, going like, on mm-hmm. I don't know we need to figure it I out know. together
0: you know and that's one of the things you know, I've got a my stepdaughter is 15 she's getting ready to turn 16 yeah. and anytime she asks me something and I don't have an answer for I'm just like I don't know and she kind of looks at me i'm like look adults don't have all the answers i'm sorry no matter what anybody tries to tell you adults do not have all the answers no there's a lot of there's a lot of them that will tell you they know everything no and they don't and they have no and and they're well, what just what a great opportunity to up.
1: have an adventure to try to exactly, figure it out exactly
0: exactly you know and, and that I, and i think that's the difference it really is um and and even with the
1: generation before our parents it's you know, they always well, tried to shelter the generation Our after parents' them.
0: parents went through World War Two. Yeah. And it was one of those things that all of a sudden a bunch of kids had to grow up yeah. really fast. And they came back and said, Okay, we're not gonna talk about that anymore. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna build we're gonna build this country and hopefully never have to do that ever again. Yeah. You know? And that is again <laughs> We're, we're really getting off topic, here. Which, but it's cu- but a lot of these on lyrics is
1: seventy fifth anniversary of uh, seventy five.
0: Yeah, I know it's close. Yeah, it was forty five was when mm-hmm. was V Day, or um, actually, it was last month was the dropping of the bombs. Yeah, it was in it was in August. Uh, seventy so fifth um, anniversary of the end. Big big sidebar. Yeah. I'm
1: actually a member of the military, uh, Middle Tennessee Military Collectors Association, mm-hmm. and we do a couple shows a year, and we've always tried to have. Um, veterans, uh, I, right? I, I don't know who who arranges it, but we've tried to have veterans from well, when I first started from World War One to mm-hmm. come and sit and talk to you know people and talk to kids, you know, and go, hey, this is what it was right, like, right, And then it was World War, you know, the, the World War One vets are pretty much all gone. They're pretty and, much and all gone. it has been a hundred
0: years. I mean, that's and now yeah. we're
1: we're getting close to where we're about to lose our World War Two
0: vets. They're, we're losing more and, and more every
1: day, and we're losing a lot of history in that. Yeah,
0: I know. So. A lot of stuff that, you know, that they don't teach in history books or, yeah. you know, that, uh, that people who lived, the lived experience, you right. know, is what it is. But, and, yeah. And
1: that stuff that, you know, if, if we're willing to go out and get that information mm-hmm. and learn some lessons so we don't have to repeat them. Mm-hmm.
0: Geez, I know. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's the other thing, you know, we, we talk about with Gen X, you know, with the, the, our music and that kind of stuff, you know. We started off with music like. All the hair metal, you yep. know, all that kind of stuff. And it was all, you know, and, and, well, all, that, and all the 80s. all started music. off with the, well,
1: the late 70s Yeah, stuff. But, but I'm just saying, like,
0: yeah. but the stuff that was really marketed to us yeah. was that type of stuff. It was all the 80s, the real, like, hey, life's great. This is, it's, a, yeah. it's all a party. It's this, it's that, blah, 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 blah. And then as we were moving into our teens and, and, our, and into college and, and into the workforce, yeah. you know, it was, there's a reason why Nirvana Yep. it because it was no life kind of sucks yeah and we're tired of just pretending like everything's fine Yep. and that's when you saw that big turn yep all of a sudden uh whether you liked it or not you know i mean i was resistant to it at first but I, then i'll was, admit i was
1: completely resistant I don't know. to it. And but then, then again i was listening to darker stuff yeah you, you know, know and you know, and that was also a lot of like expecting. when you
0: got into the like the you know like the the metal like the you know thrash the, the metal thrash speed you know metal right, there was a lot more of hey looks life sucks you know it wasn't you know yeah you know partying and girls and and drugs and blah 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 it you was know, Metallica no. Megadeth yeah.
1: Slayer I mean it was all dark well, Metallica, all Metallica
0: you know on, um um oh, what's early the Metallica. What's the song? And um,
1: Justice for All and Everything. Fade to before. Black. Yeah, Fade that to Black. That whole
0: song is, I mean, about somebody who's going through depression. Every which bit is, of it. Which you know?
1: is one of my favorite songs yeah. on that Ride to uh, Ride the Lightning
0: album. Yeah, you know, you get into one, and that song is about, you know, it's about the movie Johnny Got His Gun, which yeah. is about a guy that went off to World War One and was in an explosion and lost his all, lost all of his limbs. He lost his hearing. He lost his sight. He lost his speech. Yep. And he's just basically a human torso that's just sit, that, that can't communicate. They can't communicate with anybody and just wants to die. Yeah. I mean that's some dark shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's what I was listening to
1: growing yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I listened
0: to a lot of it too, you know. And I remember like my mom one time, we were in the car and you know, I was driving. I, I don't know. I was in late teens somewhere and yeah. I was listening to uh, um we were I was making her listen to Metallica, you know, or something. <laughs> I think I think it was actually the song Creeping Death is what it was. Oh, that's a good which one. is a great song, yeah. you know. Which I was like, "Hey, I figured she'd enjoy that. She's a church goer. It's all about Moses, you know. It's about <laughs> basically, you know. But it's one of those things where it's like she was sitting there and she I remember about midway through it she just looks over at me and she goes and she just kind of looked at she looked at the she looked at the CD player and she looked at me and she goes, "No wonder you you're you're always down." <laughs> <It's just laughs> well, see, that was the thing listening to heavy metal. It wasn't, it was, we weren't listening to it cause we
1: down, right. if we were down. Yeah. We would listen to it, but it was like, okay, we're not the only one. Somebody
0: else is feeling right. Exactly. And and would, somebody it, was speaking to us, you, you know, and you, that's, and it made you feel better. Right. And that's where you get, you know, again, you go back to Nirvana. Yeah. You know, whether you liked them or not, The lyric, though, from Smells Like Teen Spirit. When it
1: first hit, I was like, no, this sucks. Right. No, this sucks. But the whole, here we are now, entertain us. As I've aged, I have come to really appreciate that album.
0: Right. And, And again, that whole lyric, that spoke to so many people. Here we are now, entertain us. Yeah. Do something. Seriously. We've been marketed to our entire lives, and we're resistant to it. Yeah. Entertain us. Do it. I dare you. It's really a dare. It's more of a I dare you than it is a a call for you to actually do it. It's well, a, the fact <laughs> that the song
1: was named after a um, teenage female deodorant. Teen, oh, I know. Teen smell, Spirit. And yeah.
0: that I remember that too cuz I remember those commercials, the yeah. Teen Spirit, you know, and it was like smells like Teen Spirit. Like, well, what you, the you hell? I was Kathleen Hanna, I know. It's th- Hannah, I yeah. know, that Kurt, Kurt smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah. And he thought, "Oh yeah, she means it." He's like, "No, you smell like the deodorant Teen Spirit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for spending uh, a lot of time with us. Because uh, <laughs> we're hey, at an hour and a half or so. Look, but, at,
1: it, look at it this way. It wasn't uh, Joe right. Rogan and Duncan Truss. Yes, there you go. Five hours, I know.
0: Uh, here's the thing. Uh, I If you go to our YouTube page, and there will be a link in the notes. Yep. I will have a. I will have links to all of these songs where you can go and listen to the, all of them that I can find on the YouTube. Fred Eagles
1: uh, Eaglesmith stuff. Uh, Maybe a little I hard. Bet to it's, find. I bet
0: it's on there somewhere. If if not officially, somebody has put it on there yeah. with lyric videos or something. You know, um, so I'm going to have to get a list of all your. I'll just give you the paper. So that's fine, and that way I can go through. But there will be a there will be a list of all yeah. the, a, a link where you can go and listen to every one of these songs. Um, there could have been someone. We may have to come back for a second one on this because you know who we never we never even talked about. Who's that? Is uh, Jason Isbell. <laughs> Neither one of us brought him up. No, I so, never brought so, up, I never brought up drive by truckers.
1: Stop! Stop recording. No. We have to start completely <laughs> over now because so, somehow we got through yeah, a song I'm about lyrics it. and we didn't know, do Isbell. I know, and
0: and there there could be so many other. I think we're just going to do a so full episode on Isbell. So. We, we absolutely. Hey, you know what? We could do one on, on drive by and Isbell both. You know just together since the two you know kind of go hand in hand now he's had a much longer career solo than he did with when yeah. he was with them but it's still my, so my favorite good. song so. is still outfit that's a great i love that song yeah. and that's again that was a drive-by you know yeah um but anyways guys thank you so much um we have uh go to our instagram our twitter our facebook page our uh, email parlor or parlay or however it, i've heard it both ways so I'm it's calling uh, it parlor yeah uh, I, I seem to hear Parlor more yeah. now. It started off Parlay and now it's going to Parlor. Um, uh, uh, also, uh, that is any of those places, any of that social media, you can find us under uh, Project Gen X Pod. Yep. And then go to caffeineandsleepingpills.com. I'm going to have some new stuff up there. I'm sorry that I haven't put anything in recently. I've been having internet problems here at my house.
1: We're still waiting on the AT. Yeah, AT and T is to supposed show
0: up. to. We we were half expecting them to bust in while we were doing this, and it's
1: he only has 18 minutes.
0: Uh, left. Yeah, he's supposed to be here between four and eight. Obviously, he's not here yet. So, <laughs> but as soon as I have internet again here at the house, I'll be able to start posting some more stuff. Uh, I saw some movies, and I want to I'm going to write about them. AT and T
1: um, less bars and more places. Yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> this is internet this isn't even you know it's oh a, I know so anyways guys thank you so much also uh, let us know your, some of your favorite lyrics because I know you guys all of y'all out there listening have so many that we haven't even begun go over to the Facebook page yes and drop them in there and drop
1: them in there yeah. we want to know what lyrics you're, what, what bands are
0: you listening to yeah absolutely oh, you know we didn't talk about uh, oh, no. we didn't talk about The Cure <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, there's a whole bunch of, I, I know mine was kind of 90s and 2000 centric. We didn't centric, talk about Sturgill Simpson either. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, we didn't, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. I almost Whalen, put some Willie Nelson Whalen, on here, but anyway, Chris, yeah, Chris, uh, Chris. We could go through so many yeah. of them. So many. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for spending some time with us and we will, uh, we'll see you next time. we got something special for the next one. Um, and, uh, well, I'll, I'll just uh, well, I'll just leave it for you. But yeah, our next episode after this one's got something really special. So, thank you once again, and we will see you next time. See you.